Welcome in, guys. We are at episode 101. Uh, thank you for joining us on The Scope. Hope you guys had an awesome Christmas holiday. If you do so celebrate, if not, I hope you're still having some awesome time with loved ones. Blue with the 12 months, shout out. Hey, he's right here with me. He's one of the co-hosts of the program along with Buff Nerd Gaming. What's, what's up, guys? How we doing? Howdy. Do we consume a lot of calories, have a lot of uh, Christmas items ingested? I'm up about 12 to 13 pounds, so feeling good. Of pure holiday nice. mass. It's bulking. It's bulking. <laughs> yeah. You're, you know, I hit like a couple work. I've been working out all week and uh, clearly it's paying off. So, <laughs> oh man. Nice. It's, all those calories are going to the exact right place. That's right. Uh, I had some coquito. So it's like Puerto Rican, quote uh, unquote, -huh. uh, eggnog about the egg. Yeah. It's, so much, it's so good, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's what was it? It's coconut milk, condensed milk, I believe. Uh, some, not a creamer. Sometimes people put and rum. Is it like horchata, kind of? No, no. Was I just more... racist for saying that? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to. I just wondered. Because I've Cancel. had the got it. All right. I've, I've had the horchata <laughs> thing. I don't know, man. Don't cancel yeah, me I yet. Think it's I'll see you in the comments, people. But God, you know. I look forward to your emails and comments. Damn it. Yep. I just wanted to have a good show today, and I'm already canceled. <laughs> I try so hard to get through these without getting canceled. We got Buff joining us, too, with the Dragon Ball Z hoodie and the plate carrier. Totally ready for the uh, festivities. Yeah, I'm, I'm prepared, man. I'm in the holiday spirit, so here we are. <laughs> That's Very sick. Christmas. That's epic. He's like, it's, like, it's like a good Christmas sweater, and yes, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Agreed, 100%. I should have put on my ugly sweater. I have a Bob's Burgers one. I dropped the ball and ruined the whole show again. Two times in like one minute. I don't have, I like don't have an ugly minute. sweater. I don't, I, I'm joining you there. <sighs> Dang it, man. Dang it. We lost Buff again. I hope he's okay. His internet's being wild. We'll get him back. Don't worry. We've got plenty of time. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Hope it was great. Blue got some cool stuff. I got the first Christmas with the little guy. Uh, we got him this book that like reads stories to you when you flip the pages. He loves like flipping book pages. So he's like enamored with that almost as much as he was the box. Like the box was just as cool. So like he just played Dude. with that stuff. <laughs> just they were playing with the box more. I was like, guys, there's or we what he got what my son got was like because he loves Minecraft. So they got um I think my aunt or his aunt technically got him these like little magnetic minecraft blocks so it's like little tree trunks and grass blocks and everything oh sweet they all stick together but he was so infatuated with the his that one toy that he forgot about all the other unopened gifts under the tree so we're like nope oh, he's back Woo! back. welcome back man for now i'm i'm sorry about that i got my internet i don't know spectrum you know you, you throw them 120 bucks a month and what do they do they give you Pretty bad internet. Well, keep doing it. <laughs> I, when, so. when I had when I had Spectrum, I, every time they would like raise my stuff, I would always call them and argue that, hey, you said it was only this much a month because it was like some promotion. But I always said that because and they never mentioned it was a promotion when they did give it to me. But I would do that every single time. So they would keep it at that promotional price. You might just have to call. <laughs> I, I look, I'll have my wife call for you. She loves arguing with customer service. Oh, I'm just, I'm gonna I'm just gonna call and be like, hey, why am I, you know, why am I paying 120 bucks as an LLC member? Well, what, all they gotta do is send a technician out, you know. That's right. I, the technician I, that doesn't really know what he's doing, or dude, just I knows hate, the very basics of modems. I hate mine too, man. 
I, I live in well, the I, sticks. I have a neck gear too, so it shouldn't be. It's my. So you got your own. Your own router oh. that you run. Losing Nighthawk or whatever, not gear Nighthawk it is. So. Oh yeah. Oh, I and oh, I'm I, I want one of those actually. Um. Yeah. yeah, the Net Good. Doom is coming out with a new one too, which I'm excited about. Those are sweet. I have the R2, and they're they're coming out with an R3. Did we lose Buff again? Nice. Dang. He's he's breaking up a little bit. That sucks, dude. I feel it though. I have the same thing. Like I live out in the sticks, so my internet's like on a radio. Like I've said this before, on on the barn that shoots across to a tower, and it's so crappy sometimes. And I I have to pay 150 bucks a month for it, and it's only a hundred down and forty up, Jeez. and that's my speed. That's all I get. It's not gig gig or anything, and I have to pay 150 a month. Sucks. Sucks pretty bad. But Christmas was awesome. We had the family out. I made so much food, dude. I made like pulled pork, like some some brisket stuff, and like so much meat. Oof, I ate a lot of meat. Oh, dude, we had we had like you know big old giant waffles in the morning, eggs, bacon, you know sausage, freaking cornbread. We were we were went, we went all out. It I think so good. I think I kind of messed up. I think I kind of messed up and made it more like uh, made it more like Thanksgiving. I had that same like meat sweats, like calorie sweats, like like the entire time. <laughs> like I was just stuffed with food. It was crazy. Uh, you get to play any games, dude? Um, I did step back into Siege the last couple nights. Uh, for the I new didn't season. see that. I've been checking up, checking out the streams for the new season. Been playing the truck simulator, and then uh, been, I been never give that up. Been trucking, dude. I was so fun, man. It's so fun. I'm probably gonna. I the only thing that might kill this podcast is if I decide just to stop it and go completely truck simulator, dude. It's so fun. <laughs> that was pretty much my Christmas present, and I got it early because it was on sale. My uh, my steering wheel for my trucking game. That that's so sick. And then for the first time, uh, me and my really good friends, uh, Walt and Beast Mode Boone, who was a guest on the program quite a while back, we got into uh, playing Warzone again, and finally, finally got some uh, got some wins strung together. Finally started winning. It felt good. Finally, holy, we got. I didn't see that, but it, it, I think it's well, it's just because it's a new experience for you, or what's for the for Warzone? Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I think there's a comment like why it took us so long to start winning, or me. I think it's because I took a year off from Warzone because I did not like Warzone 2.0 at all, and I played mostly search, and my my stats were really high, and I think the skill based matching matchmaking stayed cranked up, and I just hadn't been into the COD movement stuff. I've been playing a lot of slower paced games in the meantime, so it was like it was like something had to get back in that mindset get the movement back down and all that stuff so started to string some wars and wins together finally felt pretty good since i since they kicked me on a search and destroy which is so sad so sad <laughs> all i want for christmas is covert sneakers to take a hike man that's on all i want it's not that big a deal somebody do it did you get some cool stuff for christmas blue yeah, I mean, I'm like I'm sitting in one right now. Like I said earlier, the chair huge. Um, that I built last night was super, yeah, super huge for sure. Um, what else? Yeah, I'm trying to think of what else because I was so I was so excited to just to give my son all his gifts. Now I'm trying to think of what I got. 
really got too much. I think I got some clothes, you know, the basic, when you get to a certain age, you get clothes, you know, which I was actually excited for because it was one of the most, like, a really nice shirt. Um, Got some cool socks, <laughs> you know, it's Heck just yeah. like dad stuff, you know. Yeah, I think I got like uh, I I bought some stuff more for me to be honest. It gets you know, during like the holiday season. It gets that way. Like I'm seeing now with like my first Christmas with the little one. It's more about him and making it cool and. I think I'm just hard to shop for because like all the stuff that I want is either super expensive or my parents don't really know too much. My brother doesn't really know too much. I was like, listen, guys, if you want to spend fifty dollars, well, guess what? An AR mag costs ten dollars. Give me five of them. You're good. Yeah, I'm saying, <laughs> you know, give me something. Give, 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 give me if you buy me 50 rounds of nine mil and wrap it in, a, in, in some Christmas wrap and I open it up and I see it's ammo. I will be happy with that. Yeah. You know, I'm the exact same way. If it's something like affordable, I just get it for myself. Or if it's something that I want, it's insanely expensive. Like I want like a twenty five hundred dollar rifle. Like that's just not not going to happen. So Christmas is pretty exactly. chill when it comes to presents. Yeah, I'm like everything I want is like stupid. And I'm I'm more of a giver than than a receiver. I guess you could say I, I like giving out gifts. I love giving. Yeah, what was it like? We got my dad his first ever DSLR camera. So oh, he was like very emotional with that because he loves taking pictures. He takes pictures, puts them in photo frames, but he, he's always doing it with his iPhone. <laughs> and he does some pretty cool work with them. I mean, like he'll put his little signature on it, and it looks like legit artwork that someone went out or good photography work. But now we got him a legit DSLR camera. We bought him a camera bag, got the strap. Um, and then eventually we'll get him some more lenses and stuff like that when he gets used to it. So shoot, man. Um, it's a can, I believe. It's a, just a, this is like the Rebel, you know, very good basic starter one. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Dude, yeah. iPhones and like smartphones lately are no joke when it comes to the cameras on these things, man. Dude, I think the it's S, crazy, so. what's the latest S series for the Samsung? I think it's like 200 megapixels. Yeah, worth of Crazy like, stuff. yeah, that was insane. With like a, I know for a while, like Samsung's have always had like really in, insane, crazy zooms, which doesn't really matter too much, but still, like, and Google Pixel cameras. I think, I think the Google Pixel cameras were one of the best cameras in the phone, but you know, iPhone users would say otherwise. <laughs> Just kidding. I love you all. We'll share chargers. Don't worry. I used to be an Apple guy, but I can't even. I don't like them anymore. I used to like have iMacs and MacBook Pros and stuff for all my video editing and did the the iPhone thing. And, nah, I think it was it's good at first because they're very it's all like within that ecosystem. But once you break out of that ecosystem, well, I it's kind of just game over. I loved it. I loved the, um, all my Apple products until I went to I wanted to upgrade them, and then it's like you can't. It's all slaughtered together, and it is what it is. Like so. Now that I've had this PC that I do all my editing work on, it's like if I want to put in a new graphics card or update the RAM or motherboard, I can just do it. Kind of keep the same Frankenstein disaster going. Um, before I wanted to talk to you about this out of nowhere, an interesting little content creation uh, thing to talk about. Have you or or not? If you haven't heard of it, I posted it in the that other Discord we're in. Have you seen the Munch AI video editor? I so, have not. So what this is, it's really expensive. So I was hoping to find somebody with some experience with it, but what it is is you upload your YouTube video, and the AI breaks it down 
it's tied in with the web with trending keyword searches, and it cuts and edits shorts for you based on trending keywords. Oh, uh, I've seen not that, but there was actually one that was similar to it that I keep saying, I keep seeing Instagram uh, real ads, like sponsored stuff. Yeah. Oh my God. But it does the same thing where like you could put in any video and it makes clips for you. It even does like camera edits, like yeah. it'll zoom in on a face and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think there's multiple programs like that now just going out there. Um, some of them seem very sketch behind the scenes. Um, and some of them are probably, I would assume Munch is probably the more legit ones that you're covering it. It seems but. pretty legit um, from what I've checked out. But, and then I did that, I did that video for Iron with the AI David Attenborough voice. Um, that's a different oh, one. Oh, how do you like that? Dude, everybody really liked the it. The comments were awesome. Like they, they made me feel good. Like everybody in the comments thought it was like a super sick intro. So for those of you guys who don't know, I edit for the Warzone streamer Iron. He sends me his VODs. Um, I edit him into the videos. If you haven't checked out the last one, I, it's some of my better work, I think. It was really funny. Um, I got it. There's a, there's a, a website called invideo.io. It makes videos from scratch. You basically just type in a prompt, and it will write you and edit you the whole video. So I, I typed in a script of what I wanted it to say. It read that in the video. Then I just took out the announcer, just used that. I didn't use any of the clips or anything. You basically take, you can buy this service and buy the stock video subscription to where you can use the stock videos and it'll create you an entire video. Hmm. Like with music and everything and cuts and edits of stock footage. But I did it to do an AI David Attenborough voice cut over like an ESPN 30 for 30 intro because Iron has been really sick with the flu and he had like a crazy cool war zone match where at the end he sniped like five people in a row in the circle to win it was super sick so we Jeez. called it the flu game like michael jordan's flu game when he put up like 30 some points or 40 uh, with the flu so that's where we got that from and i did this whole like espn style intro with david attenborough editing it with the war zone clips and stuff and <laughs> it was pretty sweet everybody really liked it so it was pretty cool uh sir samuel with the 499 point 4.99 pounds, euros, pounds. Those are pounds. You can't Wait, work here in the morning, so we'll catch up with the podcast. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and all that guff. You'll appreciate you, Sam. Thanks so much, man. Sleep well, dude. Uh, thank you for the support, man. 4.99 pounds. Appreciate that, dude. Pounds. British pound units. Um. So, yeah. Anyway, this munch thing seems sick. Because I've always thought, that shorts are really good for podcasts. I see a lot of the big podcasts do that when they have like important, like trendy yep. moments and stuff happens. And if it could take like a two hour podcast and make you a bunch of shorts. And then what I thought was really cool was that it was tied in with like the web and web searches and keywords in real time. So you can, it, it'll kind of give you a score of what, what it is of what videos should perform well and shouldn't. And then you can tie your videos to it. It does all the, the different captions and stuff automatically and things like that. Problem is, you ready for this? It's 50 ready. bucks a month, dude. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's the uh, other, that was the issue with the other one I saw. It was like, it, it was promoting it. Like if it, it, it was promoting it, but they never said the price until you dig into it. Mm -hmm. And then you check the subscription service and then you realize it's yeah kind of pricey. So. And I probably, 50 bucks, man. And I probably make, 
I maybe make $50 a year on this podcast. I don't think it would be very like, I don't think it would be really very good. Um, but man, it'd be cool. It, it, it would be so cool to have that. Did you see all the, the, the stalker drama I accidentally put myself into apparently? Are you're some kind of tourist, aren't you? Aren't you just, some... yeah, I just, I'm, I'm just a tourist. I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to, uh, making videos Gate, on YouTube. Dude, it's the or... same. I got into the same kind of shit with, uh, the Tarkov thing. Oh my God, dude, you and Redbeard, funny enough. Redbeard took it another dude. level, but he, Redbeard loves that stuff. And I, I, I applaud him for it, but I was like, I was bored. During, it was it was like we were in it was like it was during Christmas and I was sitting there everyone everyone's done all the presents I'm sitting outside drinking some coffee I was like ah let me just sit on my phone for a bit let me post some my thoughts and stuff like that because I got this like really dumb comment on YouTube but instead of like screenshotting and posting those dumb comments like I usually do um, I decided to just tweet about it let me just say hey you know like no matter what I do apparently you stalker purist will never be happy and I was like and then like the end of course was like hey by the way it's not it's no longer 2007 you can like other things. Um, holy crap. The the slurs that come out the woodworks. Ooh. I've been called so many things. Um, airsoft LARPer, a fat airsofter. Uh, uh, <laughs> what was it? Um, what the heck was? Oh, my God. What was it? Oh, I couldn't. I couldn't even uh, make it in the National Guard. I was like, oh, I guess my four years of active army service doesn't count. Um, you know, and then I've been called the N word, <laughs> like legit, just straight up with the hard R. Everything over dude. a video just game opinion or just over a videos. video game opinion for I think uh, over the opinion of that. I've never played the vanilla games, even though I'm currently I don't make videos on it because guess what? Nobody watches those videos. So I'm playing it on my off time just to play it. But yeah, just the gatekeeping. They're saying we need to gatekeep harder, you know, or we didn't do enough gatekeeping, you know. It's that makes just, no holy, sense, man. Holy crap. And That's... then I post, and I'll say, like, something that has some kind of common sense behind it, you know, and state that, oh, by the way, you guys probably weren't even alive when this game came out, first of all, you know. And then apparently that upset them even more. So it just started skyrocketing a little bit more. Jeez, uh, man. Uh, yeah. Can you Good imagine? Stuff. I'm like, enjoying. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep making videos regardless. I don't oh, care what yeah. they say. You know. Can you imagine the troglodyte basement dweller that's like sitting on his keyboard in the dark, like just type, like defending his game? Oh, you can't talk about my stalker that yeah, way. It's like it's yeah, so it's like, weird, dude, man. Did you make it? Did you make that game? I don't think you did. It's weird. Tarkov people it is, can be the I, same way. Tarkov too, man. And, then, and that's the thing too. They're like, go back to playing Tarkov. <laughs> it's like but then the tarkov community would go back to yeah. playing star it's like it's so funny and then and then you know, the funniest part is there is infighting within each other so yeah. then like people started commenting like oh he Weird, never played man. this game but this game is better than this game and it's like no this game this with this mod is better than this game with this mod it's like wow you guys really eat at each other and you're like a pack of rabid dogs that smells blood you need to like get a different hobby or put your mind somewhere else seriously for like a little bit dude my gosh and then yeah. they, and then it's like you know they think they get a bunch of uh comments agreeing with them and they think they're right for yeah. you know all getting together like that it's it is just absolutely insanity so 
it's fun i mean hey it gives me it gives me engagement it's i've gone up like 400 followers since the stalker journey <laughs> so, oh nice thanks guys yeah we'll you take know? that we'll take that that's Thank crazy you. yeah people that gatekeeping games are so weird it makes it kind of weird and kind of difficult sometimes to be like a if you want to just be kind of a casual uh not i wouldn't say casual but if you're an fps fan that likes to play different games and you still want to engage with those communities on the internet the gatekeeping in those games is so weird man and that's it's and like, that's a it, game that has gatekeepers because especially for new players like i was one of those new players that I came in and i get luckily I, I guess i didn't put myself out there too much or i was making some videos about stalker anomaly and people were like this is great but you should go play the older games and i go play the older games but they're broken and they're buggy and you know and they still have issues since 2007 um but i feel bad for other people that get into this and then they, or they see about stalker because there's that fan film that's coming out eventually the um by ethan roll or ethan royalty no what's his name um evan royalty um the guys who made the scp fan film the ones with like operator juski and his group and um i don't know have you seen that on youtube before i haven't you haven't definitely check i would definitely highly recommend it but um there uh a 16 second teaser trailer came out of that new film it's like stalker shadow of the zone and it blew up and people were fighting about it on both sides people were trying to cancel both uh wendigoon on twitter because he was the one that posted the 60 second trailer which he hasn't like he hasn't gone through enough shit already they were trying to cancel operator drewski and say that all of his larsen uh operators you know uh ruined this game then they should be forced to do weird stuff um you know so it's it gets like evidently worse and worse so imagine a new person that's coming in i who's excited for stalker 2 and then they see all this like i don't want to be associated with this community Yeah, no shit man oh, it's so weird i don't get it i can't i can't get myself in that like that headspace of sitting in my basement in the dark on the computer just waiting for somebody to say something i disagree with about a video game that i love you just what do they just patrol the internet all day waiting to jump in and keep people out of their precious little community and game it's so weird man you're worship you're oh, worshiping man. some weird stuff in your life man like you, you got your head on the wrong in the wrong place dude. go outside uh, go go relax you know go read enjoy. a book uh, yeah wow <laughs> go your family you know if maybe your kids are crying in the background as you're typing this go attend to them you there's know? no way they have family um, i wouldn't be surprised bro <laughs> i don't know but anyways i don't know um i think buff is restarting his router i don't know if he's gonna be able to come back we'll keep an eye on it if buff oh. pops if buff pops in we'll bring him up somebody gene i know we talk a lot of crap on the production team but somebody designed these overlays pretty awesome where we're flexible when uh when some of this yeah, that was, i didn't even realize how fast you did it Oh, we're chilling, man. I got it. We're good to go. You want to talk about gray zone warfare? Let's talk about some gray zone warfare. Dude, this game. I'm getting too excited for it. And I need to calm I'm down. I'm trying not to get excited, man. I'm because they so keep making me get more excited. Uh, you know? <laughs> Dang it, man. And we, 
We've seen some stuff behind the scenes that we can't talk about that's even crazier. Yep. Um, ah. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, Grey's Zone Warfare, if you guys don't know, haven't heard of it, super, super quick rundown. Um, it's a game made by Madfinger Games in Unreal Engine 5. Um, it's a PvEVP kind of open world survival game. And there it while it technically kind of is an extraction shooter, uh, Rick kind of cleared this up for me because I, I misspoke a little bit in my video about it. Um, when you extract from this game, when you extract from the map, you don't leave like the map and server. You just go back to your base that's within the server and everything keeps trucking. So it's not like a, mm-hmm. it's not like an extraction shooter where you completely get out of it. It's not like a, it's not like a matchmaking experience and a loot timer or a raid timer that everybody starts at the beginning. You get match made with a bunch of other PMCs and a, and a raid runs its course. It's always happening. The servers are persistent, continuing to go on. You always live within them. Um, so pretty crazy. Um, and we got, we got a really deep dive and in info into lore. And this is one of the things I was hoping to hear about, not necessarily because um, the gameplay itself revolves around the lore, not that it's like a story-based game, just the fact that I think having a really cool backstory and really cool lore allows them to continue putting out playable content for the game and to keep, it's a way, it's an avenue to keep people coming back. And and I've always said that I feel like the end games of extraction shooters get really boring. And sometimes you find yourself asking, why would I want to go back into this place? There's nothing left to do. I've progressed all the way through it. Well, if a game has deep lore, um, there's a lot more stuff to discover. Sounds like there's a lot of mystery on this island and within this game. And it allows them, hopefully they can do like seasonal, seasonal events and uh, map updates maybe and keep, keep the game fresh. Keep people want to get in there and play because the mechanics itself, I think are solid. That's why I was excited to hear about lore and story because just looking at the gameplay and at the animations and at the UI and everything like that, I feel like the base is already get, there. They got to get that right. Yeah. I feel like the, the base foundation's is there. Yeah. The foundation is there. They just got to add ways to keep people coming back. I will say they've worked on, uh, they, they talked a lot about the unregistered. Also, Buff's back. Hey, Buff. Oh, wait. Hold <laughs> on. We can't hear him yet. Let me get him back in. Uh, is Spectrum gonna allow you to be back? Someone says because you had too much Riz and they saw it and they were like, nope, too good. nope, get this man off the off the screen. Hold on, stand by, bringing him back. Standing by, standing Production by to stand team. by. And Production team's hard at work, they're scrambling, they're tripping over boom. cables right now. He's back. <laughs> All right, there we go. Welcome He's in, back. dude, welcome in. All right, nice little phone call to Spectrum and did a bunch of stuff and... We'll uh, see what happens here. <laughs> Man, you look great nice. still. That didn't I still change. look great. That's that's what counts, you know. That's really what I'm going for. That didn't change. Um, no, what we're talking about, we just got into the to the gray zone warfare stuff. Um, talking about the lore, I gave a quick rundown of what the game is, and then kind yeah. of reacting to the lore because, as I was saying, I think I was so interested in the lore because I feel like the uh, based on their animations, the gunplay, uh, the UI stuff that we've seen. The foundational stuff already seems to be pretty damn good, um, yeah. in my opinion. Again, can't 100% say that because I haven't played it, but I think the lore and the story and the reasons to keep going back into the island, going out looking for stuff, going on raids is what's going to keep this game going and the longevity of it. So I wanted to hear about that right away. And um, the, other, the other cool thing to keep in mind is that this is just a continuous server. That, yeah, that's what, I, you know, mm-hmm. I think they said they're going to have dynamic. I'm not, I don't know if they confirmed dynamic 
weather cycling and stuff like that and night uh, or anything. That has to be. He knew anything about that, but I would, I would assume. Think so. Yeah, but yeah. regardless, there's no like set spawn points. You know, in Tarkov, the issue is you know the spawns. Good players know the spawns will rush there and headshot you. So there's no set spawns. Like each of the three PMC factions will spawn on their areas of the map, but there's no set spawn locations. And the servers are 20, like the server itself, the map runs 24 seven. So, you know, you don't know when you could come in and no one's coming in for like two hours. So there's no set time. Everyone's spawning right now. So it's completely randomized because of the, the 24 seven server, which I really liked that. I thought that was a really nice detail. Something that yeah, um, they're kind of taking the initiative to almost what the end state of Tarkov is supposed to be. And they're they're kind of getting there before that. Not to compare the two, but you know, as far as what the end product for Tarkov is advertising. Yeah. I think that's gonna be one of the things those kind of mechanics are gonna make this game so immersive and unpredictable. You're yeah. never gonna know like wh where threats could come from. I feel like mm -hmm. it's a big map. There's also not gonna be and they did say this, there's not gonna be that many other PMCs. That's why they're calling it PvEVP. It's basically like you're kind of interacting mm -hmm. with survival elements and working with the with the AI and you know fighting them and stuff, but there's always an off chance you run into another player team. And I think that's such a cool feeling when you're playing like a map on Woods and Tarkov to actually like you feel like you're alone and sometimes you can forget that you're not. And you're you feel alone, but you know that you're yeah. not alone. And and that's kind mm -hmm. of a cool mm -hmm. eerie, like it's you just have always have like a little baseline suspense level going. Cause somebody could always pop around right. the corner being a tree or something so and even the 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 work that's going into the ai as well too it's not just gonna be like regular bandits that just shoot on site they will have and they like to call it and this is from an article coming from game rant that the creative director marek 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 oh my god i'm messing up his name blue <laughs> hold on, hold on. marek rabbis i'm i don't know how to say his name my man they tweeted Anyways. you out on the first day, and you you did him like that. I know, I know. Okay, wow. I'm sorry. Battle names, battle names. <laughs> uh, Jesus, blood. But the, the cool thing about it is that the AI is gonna have emotions. So something along the lines of like, if you're all, <laughs> they're gonna be like, if you're coming up to like a checkpoint instead of them shooting on sight, they'll tell you to back off. Like that's already something new that we really haven't seen in an open world survival game pretty much yeah and and he um, said they're, they're gonna be there and, and and he said it's a person's server so the ai they're gonna be doing their own task they're gonna be doing their own mm -hmm. thing throughout the server yeah yeah so he said he said the ai will be doing tasks and missions and you can like follow them and see what they're up to and stuff like you can kind of tail behind them and kind of try to figure out what they're doing and if you want to maybe like like let them do their task and then jump them or if you want to try to work with them or like it's just going to be so much more interactive and i would assume yeah imagine like you can work with like because right now we know there's the military faction like the prior lemang military faction and then there's just a bunch of like criminals and bandits that like just banded together i think there's like separate bandit factions and then there's like a core group of criminals i think from what i read from the article but uh so there might be that's like three factions maybe confirmed maybe at least two right now um but the, it's like they're gonna have human emotions what they kept saying on the article so i guess That's like cool. maybe if you shoot their friend they're gonna get upset you know or and on top of that if you want to know more while you're in the server or in the, the map there's gonna be like this 
messenger app they call it they call it like the whatsapp of their game that you can use it to open up and communicate with the traders and not just with the traders but like other pmcs in that same area as well too so there's like an in-game chat but it's not just a, a gray text box on the side it's like a physical item you can use i would at least assume it's a physical item i have there's we haven't seen animations for that or any like footage of that yet but from what they said it's the whatsapp in their world so that's already like a little cool aspect of it yeah super sick and then they had an interview um that they posted also with an actual private military contractor um who was retired special forces that went into the private military um universe and the corporations and did some of this work did some of this dirty work for uh for contractors and stuff and um is also what was he like he, uh like a congressional advisor he was an, uh, arm that but he was also In like Pentagon. Former, our army. he was air yeah he was airborne paratrooper and then uh he said he was brought into some of those private military uh companies basically to not like a soldier on the ground um but mainly like organizational like organize um gather like put together the, those teams things like that how would we how would he was advising the pentagon and those other companies well the pmc companies like how would you do x or y um things like that and wasn't he also a professor um on like military tactics yeah, and stuff like that yeah, so he like well designs and like the, yep. the brain behind some of these missions he's still and stuff. he still currently helps out the government too which is kind of crazy to think that he's also like a freelance contractor and also now helping out with this game as well too so it's pretty cool and then i think what we're going to find out um, we also got kind of a sneak peek that they're going to be they also work with other current like soldiers and like active duty military yeah. folks and when whenever they go into talking about like the gunplay and the ballistics and the combat systems we're going to hear from those guys as well and how they're trying to make yeah. this like they're trying to make it super super immersive and with the graphics behind it and if they get the gameplay and that eerie feeling of like unpredictability and you got to work with your squad and they always say like every move matters and like if they can get that tagline to be real like this could be a super every intense and replayable matters. game man it could be dang it i'm getting it, excited, it will dude. be my main it, it's that's so hard it'll be my main game if it works now the one thing i'm right. still a little bit on edge for is that they're using unreal engine 5 and, and ue5 has been notorious lately that it's, it's just not there yet for some what these games hope to do um in fact they've even the uh the guys at mad finger games have developed new tech and they call it scala s-k-l-l-s-k-a-l-l-a and it's their own proprietary. Uh, oh my god, I can't speak proprietary. Today. Proprietary. Jesus, oh. thank you. And it's their own proprietary technology for rendering the world. So I know a lot of people th think about UE5 to think Nanite and stuff like that. This is like on a whole different level because it's not just for textures. It's the leaves, the wind, the rivers, the water, the vegetation, like everything about that is they're pushing unreal engine to its limits right now and i start worrying about optimization i start questioning what are they going to do for the servers because if this game is as big as it's i hope it is going to be servers are going to be the main issue i think that they're going to worry about and optimization especially for not everyone's getting no one got i, don't, I didn't get a 4090 for christmas so <laughs> i would assume a lot of people still need to update their rigs and stuff like that and then 
they even said too eventually if it does well on pc the creative director himself said he would like to bring it to console because they don't have games like this yeah but it needs to be good on pc first yeah i was like first of all I always worry about games like this when it comes to controller support because, like, how many keybinds can you have on a controller, you know, without having multiple paddles or something yeah. like that? So, you know, that's what I worry about. But if it comes well, to I mean, they did too, it, they did it on like there's people who have hooked up controllers for Tarkov and like binded everything. You know, it'll be more complicated and it'll be like press yeah. that you like hold this and hit this. Well, to do this. A yeah, you're gonna need to do to... like combos, but I mean honestly, as a as a mainly mainly as a console player, I mean, you know, PC I'd love I'd love to upgrade to PC for this. But again, like you said, um, you know, Santa Santa wasn't as nice to me this year as I was hoping. <laughs> I didn't I didn't get the forty ninety. So um, you know, that's what happens when you're banned from X four times in the year. But um <laughs> I uh Elon what the I yeah, what the hell, Elon? Um, I thought we were buddies. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, to see it on console, you know, the the player base that would play this on console, it, key bind, key, like binding, but different buttons and complicated things wouldn't matter. That'd be something, whatever, no, do whatever. It yeah, yeah, that's nothing. I don't think anybody who is interested in these kind of games would. I I would man I wouldn't count on it too much though like it's a hundred percent thing if it is it's gonna be quite a while before it made it to console it I is gonna like. be a long time for sure because they they right. he said it himself like they need to get this one right on PC right. once they feel it's at a good stage um, yeah and the, the really cool aspect as as well too behind the I would say the scenes of it is not just the Unreal Engine stuff but it's also a lot of people were saying like they were. The creative director himself put it on Twitter that they're not taking elements just from other games and putting it into it. They're expanding upon those elements. So same thing with like the traders in games. It's not just do this simple task, bring item A back to him, you get money. Right. You know, it's like, oh hey, and I think you mentioned in an article, you know, someone's, you know, I think the he's the the trader, the they said a female trader. And her father, the fa- he had to go investigate what happened to the father. We have only seen one female trader, so people kind of put two and two together of like, okay, this is going to be her first one of her quests. But it's like that's something we've never seen in a game like this, where oh wait, I'm investigating a murder or a disappearance of someone, you know. Plus, we still don't know exactly what happened to. I will call it the zone, and also there's another reason why I'm calling it the zone because even in the interview himself, um. Marek said this was heavily not heavily inspired but one of his inspirations for this game is also the meaning behind gray zone warfare of course the gray zone meets the gray zone between black and white it's not you're you know a country's not at war but it's not you know at peacetime it's in between i think you said that last podcast i think too crash and then also one of the influences for this game was the book roadside picnic which if people, all my Stalker fans might know about that inspired movie Stalker, which then inspired the Stalker games. So that alone makes me now wonder what the issue is. And also the apparently ground zero of the map is centered in the middle. So it's already a 42 kilometer square map. And then you have the center of whatever happened in the middle. So that's already going to be really, really interesting to see. I'm hoping we'll see some kind of like cool because then that's the thing. You're not fighting against just players. You're fighting against the environment. 
So you, you might have to fight against, you know, or navigate through an uh, art, you know, anomalies or radioactive areas and stuff like that. Because there is a radiation level on the UI as well, too. So we have a there's a lot more to this. So again, like you said, the foundation's there. I just need to make sure they get everything else that is needed to make the game run well on point. Yep. Optimization is going to be rough. Handle, I can't handle another World War Three situation. Or day before, but it, there's already day it's already light years ahead of day before. But like basically, yeah. what uh, B Lee is saying in chat, like I feel like the day before ruins so many other indie developers' chances. I don't even know if you can consider this an indie developer or not. They're a pretty big company, but um, because of their their work in the mobile space, yeah, true. But, but the day before debacle has shaken a lot of people's trust in uh, video games, and yeah. I wish it hadn't have, and it shouldn't have, because I just feel like the day before was like the day before was like a train wreck we saw coming a mile away, and um, this has literally none of those signs to it. Zero. The the communication has no. been insane. We've already seen so much. We've seen so much of the game. Um, yeah. Um, but anyway. I digress a little bit. All that to say, some of the lore behind it, like this, this island has an entire like backstory and stuff. And in, in my video, I akin it to like a, a North Korea kind of thing, where there was an older, super strict dictator that kind of had an isolationist policy, kept everything close to the vest, kept kept the economy all interior, and had absolute rule over everything. He passed away. The sun came up, took over. Uh, said, claimed that they're going to change everything. Actually didn't. Sounds like he was kind of a totalitarian jerk as well. Um, and then um, some certain things happened. They built a giant resort that was supposed to be super cool for tourists to come. That was part of his promise to make it a touristy place and have visitors finally. That didn't happen. There was some kind of event that happened. And this is what they're keeping secret until the game launches. <laughs> Like from a meteor to alien to some kind of explosion to like a chemical plant reaction, to a chemical or plant yeah. reaction to like a tectonic plate thing, like a earthquake or volcano something. So they're talking about like an event happened, like a large event happened. The UN evacuated everybody. They deemed it unsafe. The UN tried to help evacuate everybody. Some people stayed behind. Those are the AI factions. And then they found out this. Thing that happened could have also created some riches and some things that could be in this place. So the PMCs, the PMCs, the private military contractors were hired by other people where the companies themselves are trying to fight over the resources and take control of this place that's been vacated by the people that used to live there, all the while dealing with whatever weird thing is going on. So, and technically, the PMCs that we're playing as are wave two. Because the the first yeah. wave of PMCs got decimated, apparently. And yeah. So many casualties. So we're the second wave of PMCs yep. going in, which is and there's three factions as well too. Um, and I believe they're all there for their own reasons. One of them is there for riches. One of them is there to secure the area, and I one of them is also like kind of like Soviet era type stuff. So we might see some really cool like differentiation between high-tech weaponry as well too so you're like fully built out mark 18s your scar platform and stuff like that to like your tiny ak 74 use and stuff like that and maybe an ak out of you know a uh um what was it, like the dust cover not the dust cover what's that the thing on the top the, the continue right 
not the Picatinny rail, but like the one that covers the the bolts. Yeah, it's the a recoil. dust cover. Right, Is that dust cover. Yeah, yeah, so dust cover. That, You know, a little. Yeah, so it's just it's just you're gonna see everything in between. You, you'll, I'm pretty sure, you'll see uh, a lot of that with the bandits running like low tech gear, and then the military running some pretty high tech weapons. So, yeah, man, it's cool. And with with some of the consultants that they have, like they're really trying to capture that feeling of ultra modern combat and even he even alluded to it in that game rant like they're taking realistic current modern combat that is less about large-scale combat and more about these kind of mercenaries or pmcs like private military people doing their own thing out for their own interests is a lot of the combat that's going on today and Dude. like how he talked about it in with the healing too like they're taking this into account with the I was healing about to say and that. They, yeah and they have a big um, emphasis on making the the healing mechanics and the health mechanics really immersive in the fact that there's a lot of like casualties as far as as far as injuries and things but not as many deaths in modern combat people with the up, updated tech in medical uh, equipment are surviving combat wounds more often and mm-hmm. um, they're taking that into account in the game with a plethora of like updated uh, medical tech and how you can help each other out, heal each other, decide to take, you know, in your limited inventory, how much also medical gear you want to take. Um, and there's yeah, a whole bunch of different kinds of things for different injuries. Um, and the animations are all unique. And uh, that's just a whole big giant I mean, thing. he mentioned in the article too, it's like, if you get shot, you can actually go into a coma. So you won't actually die right away. But if you have buddies there, they can get you out of that coma within like a certain amount of time. Stuff Jeez, like that. So that's cool. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Like if you get shot in the lung and stuff like that, you'll eventually start losing blood. I think if you lose like 15, he said it in there. It's like if you lose a certain amount of blood, like 15%, it's like nothing's crazy. You lose 50%. You start getting woozy. And then by 75, you're pretty much out of the fight at that point. So, you know, and then the, I hope this is the thing, but he says you can heal others and then you can drag them somewhere to a safer place. Like buddy drags and is, you know, as a mechanic in the game, like grabbing your guy, you're pulling him, your guy's probably shooting his pistols and, you know, yeah. nothing crazy like that, you know. Um, and, but then of course, if you do die and you have your friends are there, your friends could guard your body until you come back and get yourself. So it's not like all is lost. I'm pretty sure if you go solo, you might have a tough time. <laughs> or if you get wiped. Yeah. It. Exactly. Or if you um, all die, then everybody's going to take your stuff. But yeah, but you'll if be able someone, to. You can respawn. have someone. Now, if you work with a team, you can assign someone. So, because you have a weight limit too, you know, from the UI. So, if someone knows the healing mechanics or, you know, knows that system very well, they could be assigned a medic role pretty much. You can just, you know, hey, you, you store up a little bit more medical supplies, get some leaders of blood because that's going to be a mechanic they said as well too yeah blood loss was a big thing you know blood loss stuff like that i think i don't know if blood type is going to come into effect i I wondered that'd be interesting too you got to make sure you put the right blood type type? (laughs) because i think from the ui maybe i was wrong but i think there's a blood type level no maybe not okay i'm looking at the ui right now but uh like yeah, if the blood type is a thing, then you gotta like, oh, maybe bring in the, what's the uh the universal blood donor type? Is it o, o positive? Negative. O, negative. O, negative. o negative donor, yeah. You know, so like maybe that's more expensive to get from traders is O negative blood compared to specific types. I don't know. There's just so many cool parts 
That might be that a little be too granular for me, but I, I think <laughs> I think the idea of like blood loss and just having like you have to carry units of blood, and like if your if your guys get touched up enough, like you got to do like a blood transfusion and stuff to get that going. And mm-hmm. and the, we already know the animations are going to look great, but I understand people are worried. Um, they're very picky of I, I would always say that's a good trait to have be very picky of the games that you support that you purchase that you are excited for everyone has their right but definitely that day before debacle definitely ruined a lot of people's trust within the gaming street tracked with some credibility um, that it probably shouldn't have but yeah I mean people so many people were calling this a scam off the bat because of the day before and it's like dude one they never because that's the same thing too the day before never charged anybody during the early days of their quote-unquote the uh, not real development um but you know <laughs> you can say this thing about Grey's and warfare they haven't charged anybody oh yeah but wait till it actually comes out then you got to pay for it and it's gonna be a scam like no it's not and and as much as uh you know people people were saying that all the youtubers that made videos are all shills like first of all <laughs> none of us got paid a single cent from madfinger games gray zone warfare no one has gotten paid anything um at least i haven't i know crash hasn't and i don't think buffs have. i don't think anyone has um oh i got and... it. they they sent me two million so i don't know you guys probably oh, need to shit. renegotiate your contracts what are you doing here Dang on this Rick. shit show like what do you gotta be <laughs> what are you doing on this that's a new that's a new cry play carry he bought that's why that's what it is <laughs> yeah. oh i got you <laughs> but no but, i think i think yeah. to 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 go along that same lines with what you're saying to dial it back just a little bit because we're sounding super hyped and and we are just because this is a game that a lot of us had wanted man it seems like a really cool unpredictable like open world shooter with tons of immersive mechanics and that immersion is like looks to be really cool here let's talk about some of the things to help us kind of come back to earth some of the things that could be like potential issues, right? That that have hurt other games in this same vein. I think where they're talking about really complicated AI, I think that is incredibly hard to get right. And then they're trying to add these other other layers onto that too. That could be an issue. I think the the AI could be could be a challenge. Um, netcode could really be a challenge where you have a server with everything going on. We know about the infamous Tarkov desync that happens all the time. And some of the performance issues have to do with you have a persistent server that's running. That server has to keep track of where all the loot is, where all the tasks are, who's all doing what, and the position of everything and all those items and bullets and everything within this whole space. That's a lot of server side information that has to get pushed out to clients and everything synced up and mirrored each other to keep track of all the players on the server. So I, I think netcode is going to be something that's really going to be um, important. And when you start talking about, we're going to get into this a little bit, um, where we talk about uh, some of the things coming to Tarkov to, tomorrow's wipe. I think it's tomorrow. The wipe coming up with Tarkov is when you start getting stuff that is this immersive and granular, and then it's going to be like Sonic drinks when it comes to gun customization, right? Just like Tarkov, you can have like billions of different <laughs> kinds of gun configurations like balancing that could be an issue too and then again having enough stuff it is just one map even though it is big it's just one map and you know having they said 150 quests at launch which i think is pretty good um but having enough stuff to keep people coming mm-hmm. back once you've leveled up because there's inevitably going to be a meta 
it happens like just it's what gamers do nowadays with the internet right like there's somebody's gonna make a wiki about this game and somebody's gonna make like um all these meta guides and how to do the quest and the best gun builds and once you get all the best equipment like what else is there and i, I think that's going to be the biggest biggest unanswered question that's going to make or break the game is once you've leveled up once you have everything once you have enough resources what else is there to do that's around that what do you think buff well it also takes away i mean that's kind of the same thing we talked about with dmz and right and like one of the things with dmz is like okay now that we've done everything, all that's left to do is hunt players. But here, the servers are 24-7, so you never know. Like, there could be no other players on the map when you're there. So, um, and you don't, there's no set spawn, so there's, it's not like you can pop a UAV, right? So that kind of limits that option to just go straight player hunting at some point, um, which is nice. So yeah, I think that's that's a good question though. It's like that's kind of the issue we always face with these types of games. Like what what next? And the same with Tarkov. It's like, you know, everyone looks forward to the wipe because within like a month everyone's beat the game again. Yep. Yep. I agree. But this map is you know, this map compared to the size of like just even not to compare this to Tarkov, but a Tarkov a standard Tarkov map compared to this is you know, this is a huge map first off, and the fact that you never even know if there's players on the map to begin with is another another good thing. So starting out with 150 quests, I think is really good. And I think like, we, we, yeah, we got screen, screenshots of what, three of the, the traders, but I think there was a total of six based on the other names that were there on the tab options. There's Gunny, the the, the Gunnery Sergeant from the Marine Corps. Yep. There's the Fed looking guy, like mm -hmm. I call him with the sunglasses and the hat. Hello, fellow right. kids. Yeah. Um. And then there's the female. Um. Wong is her last name. No. Yeah, but I thought the there, thing is I too, thought like, looking, there was three more. I thought there was three more when you look at those pictures. I thought there was three more that they didn't like detail. Unless I'm reading it. I was reading it. Uh, I don't know if they showed it or talked about that. I'm not so sure. But, um, I will say too, like all those 150 quests, some might even get locked out for you because you might have upset someone else within the traders. Because each one, I they, they might not like each other or stuff like that. So you can even like, if you're on a certain quest route, you might be going against the other trader. I don't know how that's gonna really work in game, um, but right, yeah. There's so much more well, the, the replayability. I, replayability. I think. Uh, I think next month we <laughs> will start to see. Um, more about like different January, aspects February. of the game i think they're gonna aren't isn't the next thing they tease they're gonna talk about like the combat and the weapons and stuff kind of the combat loops and yeah because people people voted for the story and the lore so now they're gonna do all the other stuff but i will say is there i don't think they said it's just due to release in 2024 we don't know what quarter yet either i assume right so. and, and i think i think play testing is going to be an early like play testing to public folks is going to be um I'm sure it'll be private play test first and yeah. then public play test and then early access. Yep. But no, I'm ex I'm excited. I'm I'm looking for a Well, I guess I'm not cuz I have Truck Simulator to keep me <laughs> tied over. But this looks like Bro, a really they bring cool in trucks into Lemang, boom, you got trucks. 
This looks like a really yeah, dude. I'll hook up my wheel. I might play this game with my wheel, just aiming and stuff with my steering wheel. Just kidding. Do it. Um, <laughs> no, I think um, this is going to be a really cool game and a perfect change of pace for me. You want to sweat it out, and then you want something that I don't want to say it's chill because it's not going to be chill, but just slower paced, right? Like you don't have to sit up. Like it's not like the finals where it's like you got to just go 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 like. It's actually a little bit more methodical and tactical and, and using yeah, comms. You're not going to be brain. sweating like crazy the whole time. Yeah. Not gonna they bring VR. Like just kidding. Uh. Yeah. Yep. So, no, nah, it's cool, man. I'm uh, I'm really excited for this game. Um, I, It, it might have eclipsed my hype for Division Heartland. I don't know. But uh, looking ahead to 2024, man. Cool I think a little bit in. with that. <laughs> I think I kind of agree with that statement. Like, all right. I kind of I'm still excited for for Heartland, but now I'm a little bit more excited for Gray Zone. It's kind of got <laughs> they kind of got me. They kind of got me. Um, okay. So speaking of that stuff with uh, everything in this game, I wanted to talk to you guys um about the Tarkov wipe that just got announced. I think it's coming up today or tomorrow, depending on when you listen or tomorrow or the next day, depending on when you listen to the podcast. I think it happens on the twenty seventh. And there is going to be a wipe. However, the big thing is um, Arena is not being wiped. So your progression to Arena that I just got access to yesterday. Oh, finally. It's not wiped. So I haven't played it yet either because I've kind of just lost my excitement with that. But yeah. Um, let me see here. There are actually. Because you're going to be, yeah, go for Keter against M4s. I know. Yeah, I just <laughs> really not excited to get. It's just like Tarkov. Like if you start late in the wipe, it's just like, man, I'm just not that excited to get shit on um, for like a hundred hours so I can actually play the game. But they are trying. They are going to do something about that um, with Tarkov. So there's actually some. I want to. I want to get your guys' opinion on if these are good or bad. But with this wipe with Tarkov, there's some really, really, really big changes coming up um, that could really change the game. Um, I guess along those lines, I'll just say it right off the rip. There's going to be a new map um called uh ground zero and this is going to be for all the new players so they haven't decided if they're going to cap it under 15 or under 20 but under one of those levels if you're under that level if you're a newer player you can play this map once you go over 15 or 20 you can no longer come back and play this map so it's a map of only relatively new players to kind of get your feet under you get some quests going get some loot and stuff like that um so it's a new kind of beginner map to help kind of with onboarding a little bit now this i'm a for arena right no 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 this is the main game oh um, wow hell yeah. yeah so so it's a new map for low level players now we'll see how many people cheese this and how many people get up to level 15 wipe their account get up to level 15 and just shit on noobs the whole time yeah. i don't know if somebody's gonna do that or not or who would ever want to do that that'd be kind of boring i feel like that'd get boring though because it's like you don't have yeah, access to your high tier stuff right it might but here are some of the images of it. It looks a lot like streets, wow. like nice. streets of Tarkov. So the map looks really neat. Um, hopefully those frames are okay. <laughs> um, but essentially um, this wipe, everybody's going to have to start here. So everybody's going to have to start here. And then as you play, you unlock the other maps. But oh, cool. okay. yeah, you have to play this and do quests on here uh, to unlock the ability to go to the other maps. So kind of a neat idea, man. Um if it's like implemented it. well and works out okay, I really like it. Yeah, to because I might come back to Tarkov just for that. 
I'm thinking about it too. Um, and, and some of these other things that they're talking about, I might, I might play Tarkov this wipe a little bit, but it, it sounds cool to have kind of a, not really a safe space, but you just know you're not going to get destroyed by people with BP ammo and Altons and wristies and like all the, all the gear yeah. and, and all that stuff right off the bat. So it looks pretty cool. And then, um, yeah, so always an issue with Tarkov is like if you don't play right off the bat and grind it, grind it, grind it right away, you fall behind when it comes to gear. But this yeah. kind of always have a place to start out. So um, pretty cool. That's cool. I, li- I like that. Yeah, because that's the worst when you start after the wipe. <laughs> yeah. And get yeah. Annihilated and like you're forced to go on uh, uh, like some of the, you know, some of the OG maps that you that you might know from playing previously. Or if you're, especially if you're a new player, just have no idea what you're doing and <laughs> coming in mid-wipe like I did when I first started. Man, it's brutal. Process. You pretty much just have to do scav quests until you get enough money to buy better gear. And then even yeah. then you don't have them unlocked and it's, yeah, it's rough. Um, so no, I thought that was, that was really cool. I hope it, I hope it works out. Um, I've always known, uh, BSG to have really good ideas and, uh, struggle with, uh, implementing them, but we'll see how that goes <laughs> as far as like performance and everything. Yeah. Um, the other thing that's really cool, um, that they're adding, that's going to be huge. This is probably the biggest change is going to be the total recoil rework. Um, last time they did the recoil rework, no one's liked it ever since then. Really? I see a lot of creators kind of make fun of it. Um, citing countless images. Tarkov is a game that's going after realism, citing countless videos of people shooting real guns that don't have that much recoil, like real full auto guns. Mm -hmm. And then looking at Tarkov where it's like all over the place. So basically what they said is they're changing the recoil and why I am hopeful for it is they said they're targeting uh, build variety. So instead of, you know, all the recoil attachments and low recoil uh, ammo and stuff being the meta, hopefully recoil is more manageable across the board. um, So other guns are viable so another attachments are yeah i'm hoping it gets a little more variety it also it makes more guns um more viable and more then, max recoil and ergo builds i'm not sure how this one's gonna go so uh vaulting they're actually completely changing the movement adding vaulting where you can climb over stuff um in the past i've been stuck on like a curb on a street before like you can't step over the curb like you're a Highly trained expert, private military contracting soldier, but you, the curb, man, like getting over a concrete curb, just do it. God forbid there's, like there's a, a pole, there's a fence one <laughs> foot taller than you. Yeah, you're out. You're done. You did all those, uh, you did all those obstacle courses in basic training, but uh, you forgot about Funny it. Enough, that's a, that's a, 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 you know, a skill that you rank up is strength, you know, like doesn't really, really only matters for recoil purposes. Yeah, you never you never get the almighty strength enough to 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 scale the height of a concrete curb. You can't do it. <laughs> so, um five stairs in front of you. I am uh they at first when they first started showing this it looked a little rough, um but lately the animations and things look really good and it, it could just make the game make more sense, right? Like um there's like weird jump spots and like trying to get out of windows you always kind of have to like time a jump and like bit weird and it just i think it can make and if you don't know about it yeah that's even yeah. worse i wonder if this if there's going to be like any exploits any people climbing out of the map or places where they shouldn't be or any that's kind what of i'm way. worried about little like glitchy spots that you know maybe they're in an unfinished building that they can shoot out of but you can't shoot back at them you know things like that i get worried about i'm just i'm also excited though for the the flank positions and different buildings that maybe you I don't know, they, do they have to rework 
some maps for that now because of the vaulting because people will find a way to break out of areas that weren't originally accessible yeah that's i'm just, just again like you said earlier that's how gamers work that's how gamers work yeah yep it could be uh it could be weird i do feel like um so we'll have to see if there's any like crazy jump spots or something that come come from this um let me see i'm trying to open i'm trying to find an image um, it turns out when they jump out the map, they realize, oh, wait a minute, the the map is open. They see like woods in the background. Right in the factory. <laughs> like you're actually like a ghost that's not supposed to you be actually, there. Yeah, you, you vault out of factory and you see you're still like in customs. the map. That'd be funny. You're in customs. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Um, dang it, I keep hitting my arm. Sorry, that's probably loud. Um, I didn't mean to do it. Um, <laughs> the, other, the other thing, sounds like a gong. Um, the other thing that's going to happen is um, an, a massive armor overhaul. So armor is getting completely reworked. That's why Buff wore his today to show That's you guys right. a little bit how it works. Um, so there's going to be everything's going to be split out into plates. So you have like the main plate, like sometimes you have the groin protector. Sometimes you have like the shoulder, the neck, the back on certain ones. So each individual armor plate is going to have its own health and its own uh, value. And you can even put different classes of armor in there, I think. Um, really? So it's going to be crazy, and they've updated hitboxes too. So hitboxes around these armors are going to be more reflective of the visual places where the armor actually is. So they're tightening all that up. Dude, and that's it's, sick. And it's going to change um, how ammo penetrates fragments, and it could make other ammos that weren't viable um, a little bit more viable. Um, and there's going to be... Um, they were hoping to make more armor viable, um, by keeping them around, uh, making them more flexible um, and not as expensive to upgrade. And then they're also, I think there's also um, an overall vest wear. So you can't use the same vest the entire time. The soft parts of the armor will also start to degrade over time and eventually wear out. Um, That's, can you repair it though? That's what I wonder. You know, yeah. especially for like soft ones. I don't, I don't know if you can, you can do that or not, but um, again, Wow. Really dude, cool a, idea. First of all, how much is insurance going to cost now? Do you have to put insurance <laughs> on every single plate? <laughs> just you know? don't die. Just don't die, Blue. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, fix sorry. It. You're right. Just be good. Get good. Just get good. Skill issue. Whatever <laughs> the kids say. But uh, no, man, I this could be really cool. I'm I'm a little on the fence about it. Do you guys think it's too granular? Or do you Ooh, think it's cool? I think it's cool, but I know... The hardcore Tarkov community, there's going to be some pretty interesting opinions of that. <laughs> I think it's cool to be able to change. I mean, like, like it'd be weird, too. Like, what if someone who doesn't know different levels of plate, uh, or, you know, not different plate carriers, but different uh, levels of plates, um, if they put, like, a level 4 plus IA triple stacked, you know, ceramic plate in one back, and then they accidentally put, like, a, a you know, Kevlar in their back, you know. Uh, and also, some uh, uh, in chat said that you know, also like you can still have level one or two that's up to like rated like to three fifty seven magnum, like on the sides. Like I know a lot of like military does like on the side plates. It's not there. It's soft Kevlar, you know. So it's still soft armor. Yeah, does that count is. as yep. armor? Does that count as it does? You know, the, you know the great. So okay, so in this, yeah. So the yeah, soft areas, uh, like not using real name says it. it the soft areas are like class one or two, and, and they wear. But the soft okay. areas between plates is also like it's super light armor. So yeah, 
They do something with the visors too, because I'm thinking like Alton's now and the face shields. You know, is that going to be different? Like, Those if, are is the sides no longer? You know, yeah, but are the sides no longer viable? I would assume they still are, because I've seen some pretty crazy shots where it looks like it would go through and it doesn't, because the hit box is weird. So There's I'm also, also worried like, too. same thing. That too, but I'm also now because I'm looking at uh, Buff right now. His play carrier like is only protecting his vital organs, so like everything around him is open. Mm-hmm. And right. I'm guessing that's gonna be the hit box now in Tarkov. Should where, be like, you should know, be. I hope I hope so. It's supposed to be that's how it should <laughs> be. But so yeah, that, and, yeah. and and that's the thing. Like as much as I'm excited for this, I I gotta remind myself this is BSG, <laughs> and this is another wipe, and this is another big update. And they don't have a good track record of a good update on day one. Week yes. one. Hell, three sure. weeks. Um, That's true. This is so. Yeah, people are going to get pissed at me again. This is a really cool idea on the surface. And one of the things that makes Tarkov special is this attention to detail and this amount of realism is really cool. But it's I am worried that it's going to start exposing even more of the game's flaws when it comes to like hit reg and stuff. And it's going to make gunfights really confusing. And. Like you're gonna get shots and you're not gonna kill somebody. You thought you had him and you shot. He thought him in the soft area, but you didn't. The other thing that's gonna happen where people are gonna get frustrated with this: if you spend like thirty freaking minutes trying to go around to the flea market and buy the right plates and get them in the right spot, you get your armor and you spend all this money and this time putting the plates in in the right spot, and then you wear this armor. You go out and within twenty seconds, you get headized by a scab <laughs> through a bush, and it, that armor yeah, well, did nothing that, for you. Are still gonna be the same. You How know? you gonna feel? I just spent 45 minutes getting my armor set up to die within five minutes getting shot in the head. Right. So, and that's going to be frustrating. And people are so. going to say, that's just Tarkov, man. Yeah, that's you know? Tarkov. That's true. And it yeah. is. It is just Tarkov, but that's not the point. Like, I don't know how else to explain it to But I think, I think one of the things, and they're going to get into this with um, one of the things that they're adding is um, presets when it comes to magazines. So a lot of times, sometimes you could split out all your ammo and you could do like one rip round and one armor piercing round, yeah. one flesh round, one yeah, armor kinda... round, and you could do that. Well, now you can set up presets and load your mag quick that way. Why would you huh. not release this feature with presets? Maybe there is, but I don't think there is to where you could configure the armor that you wanted, just like you can the weapons and configure and right. save that and preset of armor. And then right just there. right click buy at either from the traders or the flea, whatever's cheaper, buy it, get your armor, go. So these mechanics aren't so painful and make it essentially not take as much as as long to set up as even just simply buying the armor like you used to. You just have a preset, you right. buy all the parts, it's assembled, you put it on, you go roll. I hope that's a thing. I really I don't expect that to be because that makes too much sense, but I really hope that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, if really it's not hope. Day, I wouldn't be surprised if it's not their day one, but it's definitely something they should be adding. I just I feel like that's where BSG can fall short sometimes. Have really good ideas, but just miss a little bit on the implementation. And if this doesn't launch with presets, it's going to miss on the implementation because it's going to take a I'm, really long time to set this up for potentially do you no good in raid again. But it's a cool idea, and this uh, kind of yeah, stuff gonna... is what makes Tarkov special. But it also can make it really annoying sometimes too. Um, times two. <laughs> um, what else is going on? Uh. Uh, left shoulder shooting um, like these are really big changes to the game um, so they're making it and we've seen some animations from it on their Tarkov TV streams I don't like where the animations it, you do or don't I don't the only thing I 
The only thing I like about I it is how it's quick. So they have it to it's where this, quick. It's like a strike quick. You're still like a right-handed shooter. Or I guess I'm left-handed there. <laughs> Sorry, that's how I shoot. Um, you're still like a right-handed shooter, but you just <laughs> you just move it over to your left shoulder. Um, and it's pretty fast. And I think it has to be to be viable because they have stuff in the past where you can do like the blind flyer and stuff. They're changing that too this time. But where it was like not mm -hmm. really, it took, you have to press a bunch of keys and stuff and it's kind of slow and doesn't make it usable. But where this is quick, because right now right-hand peaks in Tarkov are incredibly strong just because of your guns on your right side of your body. So when you swing the corner, you don't have to have as much of your body exposed to get the weapon, right? Like if you peek to the left, you have to expose yeah, all true. of your body to get to the gun. So true. everybody tries to peek on the right. And that makes sense in their realism factor. Yeah. People always, that you're taught that to switch over to your left shoulder. You get good at shooting left or right if you're opposite, so. Yeah, so this is going to be there, which I think is cool because now it'll make, you if you're in trouble and need to peek left, you can now pop your gun over to the left side and swing that way. And I, I like it, how it looks be fast because that means it's it's usable and it's going to make uh left-sided peaks a lot better if you have to do them um i thought when they said that it was going to be like a like a preference you could set up and be a left-handed person and have it always on your left side that's crazy um yeah no i think it's it's yeah it's in between but yeah. yeah, I just thought it was a little bit too quick but i guess that makes sense it has to be pretty fast well, and those was there like video there is a video of it, yeah. I don't know where it is. Did we just lose Buff again? Dang. Oh, yep. Hurricane Spectrum. It was working so well. It was working well. I don't know if I can uh, find it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. I'm. In, I'll. I'll install it tonight. I'll install it tonight. I'll. I'll. You know, get ready for the wipe, which is nice to kind of. That's the best time to get into Tarkov is during a wipe, because yeah. everyone's pretty low level and now that's even better with the new map because you know everyone's at at least between one and was it 15 is the top level you can be there they they haven't decided yet or we, they were not going to know until they launch it, it if it's going to be 15 or 20 even 15 is still pretty good if they go anything above that for sure if it's like 20 then it's like yeah that's no i think it's what i was it because i haven't played tarkov in years um do they still is it still like a certain level to get the flea market yeah 15 unlocked. usually or been 20 15, a couple times so. but usually 15 so that's what i that's what i figured it'd be like whatever you know it'll be 15 so okay cool i'm excited to get back into it i'm really i'm not bsg nope see i almost said i was really excited <laughs> <laughs> yep. ah, so close if buff comes back trying to I don't see his face yet. Um, so yeah, I was gonna try to find. Can you can you find a video of it? I'll show Buff to see what he thinks. I believe I can. Yeah. Left-handed shoulder. I wonder if it's on YouTube. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Left shoulder. Anyway, left while we're, we're great, while, great people. While we're great. looking for that, yeah, let me know if you if you hear Buff because I have the room. And I got it. I got. I'm. I'm looking. I'm keeping an eye on it. Okay, left-handed peaks. Okay, here it is. I think the demo. Over. It was. It was. It was. It was weird. See that. Right, he's got it. He's here. Got it. Did it add him in? Oh, come on, baby. Come on, Spectrum. Yeah. 
Dang it. I found a video that showcases it. Here it is. I, I got the one. It in our little group. I got it up. You got it. Okay. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Oh, because it was from their live stream. That's what it was. Yep. So there's just people uploading clips and stuff like that. There's Buff. Let me get him back he's almost in. There. He's almost there. He's almost there. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Get right Buff there. back. Hashtag bring him back. All right. Hashtag bring Buff uh, back. And there is a video. Hashtag, hashtag stop it. Oh, no. He went red again. <laughs> Don't worry. We didn't realize the show was going to be together. Is he? Dude. I'm what? Gotta Dang love. it, man. Dang it, Spectre. Great. Monopoly suck. internet. You absolutely suck, dude. And I'm talking about Spectrum, <laughs> not Buff. Don't even try to start drama. Spectrum, get your <laughs> shit together, dude. So um, in this, it's oh, also man. showing um, it's also showing uh, Blind Fire, too. Um, so they're completely, yeah. uh, they're completely changing Blind Fire to maybe make it more viable. Because right now... When you blind fire, they stick out the gun to where it's like a crazy, like super wide angle. So it's it doesn't. It's, it's almost viable. it's almost like a like the sloth squat with the guy above his head, you know, just peak firing over, you know, berms and sandbags. So it's now just like a little little peak, little blind fire. Um, I'm really also curious about the recoil changes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of these are really big make or break things that they're changing i feel like um the other thing that they're adding is uh, a giant btr taxi on streets and you can pay it to do yeah. different things so you can pay it to take you oh, around you can well, pay the btr is to... coming do what the btr is going to be finally showing up the one that they showcased in the uh, original trailers okay yep um and you can pay huh. it to take you around the map and then you can also pay it to follow you or you can pay it to haul your loot out, which is really cool. So you could can uh, drop all your loot off with it, pay them, and they'll haul your loot out, and then you can stay in the raid, and then your raid will be in your stash. But... Yeah. So that's like really that's cool. That's cool. Too. Huh. I'm well, a little. I, I'd be a little worried about um the BTR in general. Is there gonna be a like? Because if that's a mechanic, is there gonna be a counter for it? You know. I don't know. You know, start bringing know. in RPGs to the raid or something like that. You know, there are some <laughs> AT mines. You know, buffer, you here kind of for now. I think he's kind of here for now. Possibly. Uh, <laughs> no. Figure it out. Dang it, man. Um. Yeah, people probably camp camp the BTR for sure. Um. So, blind fire changes, BTR streets, um, new boss. There's going to be a new boss on streets as well. And then um, there's going to be new light keeper things where you can pay the light keeper for certain things. And um, mag presets, which I talked about. I think the more presets we can have, the better. The left-handed peak looks sick in that video, by the way. I think. Yeah. Um, and then they're changing now. They're adding a quality of life where you can change the brightness on your reticle, which will be really nice for night raids and stuff. Um, so, Sweet. and then on the negative side of things, they uh, the streets expansion was supposed to be this wipe. It's not. Um, it got delayed. 
um, and there's no audio or netcode updates, which were supposed to be this wipe, but that probably has to do um, with their Unity um, upgrade. They're skipping Unity 2020 and going to 2021 or two. Can't remember which one. They were gonna go to the next year's Unity, but it's been so long that they're skipping it and going to the more current version of Unity. Um, and they might work on audio or netcode then. Um, so no changes there, which is a little bit of a bummer. Then, yeah, I think that's it. So those are the list of major changes. Right. There's lots of little stuff. Um, but I think when you're talking, <laughs> when you're talking recoil, you're talking vaulting. Um, oh, the other thing, they're adding achievements. So this is big too. So outside of quests, what? they're adding another thing that are achievements that you can choose to go for that have various little rewards and stuff. But these achievements, this is kind of huge, are go across wipes. So you actually get permanent progression in the game now that when you, when you complete these achievements, you have them done forever. That's so cool. So dang it, man. I'm not trying to get too excited, but that's <laughs> actually really cool. That it's per something permanent progression wise. Like, yeah. So something that they're adding <laughs> um, to that progression wise. So that's been one of my issues with it too. And um, yeah, just so many people get tired of doing the same quests over and over again. If there's another way you can progress with doing new and different stuff that you never have to repeat, like I might be in on that deal. Um, so pretty cool, pretty cool stuff. Definitely worth taking a look at again, I feel like. All right. Yeah, there's that. Oh. Um, do you want Mark to- off. I'm I'm installing it. <laughs> right now <laughs> nice it'll be it'll be can't believe I'll, i'd ever install it again i need to check the wipe uh the wipe times wipe again. time exactly yeah it's on it's probably, it's probably might be here no okay uh it's on their twitter i mean their x i'm so sorry it's on their x look it still says twitter.com in the url okay until until they change that <laughs> we're okay calling it twitter still we're okay calling it twitter all and right. I don't think they Tomorrow. could buy X. It might be something weird. <laughs> if, they, if you type in X.com, I don't think you should do that. Please I'm not do doing that. it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> um, so then so then tomorrow, tomorrow technically kind of tonight, 2 a.m. Eastern time, tonight, tomorrow morning, slash. They're doing it. Um All right. Well, I got some time tomorrow. I'll see if I can hop in tomorrow. I know we're gonna go see some cool stuff later. But oh, I think he's back. Back. His bars are green. I can't yeah. hear Yeah. Right, he's here. Back. He is talking. He is Boom. lovely looking. I got you it's in. clear too. It's not like it, it's not like it was before. Nice. Did I okay. Here's the movement changes before we moved on. Or if we if it's the show's getting too late and you guys want to table the COD talk till next week, we can. No, I'm I'm good. Whatever. Um I wanted to get your opinion on this buff. Here's the changes. Um that you can see on screen with like the left-handed peak and stuff. Um, you'll see it more and then they're also changing blind fire and stuff to make it a lot tighter uh, but this is showing off kind of the new recoil um, this first okay. shot and then he switches to like the left peak um, and yeah the recoil, recoil doesn't great, the recoil doesn't seem as bad um, yeah recoil looks a lot better that left that left peak yeah I think that looks fine were people upset about like how quick your I think how it? fast it went also I'm not the <laughs> Okay, he holds it. He holds it right, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I don't. 
the pistol the pistol doesn't really seem like a left peak it just it's almost just like a left chest yeah yeah movement. that's you know it doesn't really seem sure. too much the rifle looks more the rifle though i mean has anybody not re-shouldered on your left side before it's not not like it's a, this difficult process <laughs> and it's not I and mean, it's not it's also not like it's like way out there either, yeah like know? what's what's i don't know how long it's supposed to take i'm here and then i'm here <laughs> i i like <laughs> it like, like it shouldn't take long it's not very difficult and there's the blind fire changes um you can see which are a lot might be actually usable they haven't been in the past um so that's cool yeah i don't know it's uh like the side blind it's, fire. it's interesting sure. man um i'm definitely more apt to check out this tarkov wipe than the last one they didn't change too much on the last one it was a short wipe and i just wasn't feeling it um but this might be something um, that looks good yeah i like the recoil it looks a lot better there too i mean i know the rifle they're shooting there is a uh it looks like a 545 ak so probably uh probably 105 or a 74 m um and yeah, the recoil looks probably as it should. A lot more say. realistic yeah. to that caliber too. Yeah, like that thing isn't gonna really kick much at all. So because yeah, even with five of... five six, I mean to be honest, you can it's seven six two by thirty nine, still pretty controllable as well. It does jump if if you have like a bare bones AK wood furniture, it will jump a little bit because it's just a little yeah. bit harder to hold down. There's not much grip you can use, but yeah so. and then I, I think something like a 762 by 51 nato round like you know that's a that's a battle rough around unless you're looking at things like the scar the scars are, are pretty low fire rate pretty light recoil um and they're a light weapon but then you have things like a the fal and like a g3 those things kick so we'll see if they differentiate all the like a different that's how my opinion's always been for like recoil based on the the caliber you're firing is should really dictate recoil um i still think attachments should help a little bit though because like oh if yeah I have, for sure for sure you know yeah but like your base stat should be based on the the around the, the caliber you're shooting so like for sure yeah yeah so like yeah, you know every one bare thing bones m4 should have worked the same right yeah i mean one thing like insurgency sandstorm right like they always like their M249 saw, like if you try to use a saw in full auto, just like completely unusable, which is crazy. Cause like in real life, that thing doesn't go pretty flat firing. <laughs> it's so, heavy, so it stays down. Like, well, I mean, yeah, the, the, the saw's like, the saw's, you out. yeah. And you know, you're looking at like maybe, I think depending on the builds, like 20 ish pounds, depending in the belt, how many rounds yeah, you're, now, firing, you're using. Bravo is a different story. You could right, you that can thing's do heavy. that. Right, and that's also a 762 by 51 but, you know, the saw is like a rifle round. Um, here yeah. in game, they have the RPK-16, which is the 545 by 39 same as the, the AK. It's just a long, longer magazine, though, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you have a little bit different barrel also, um, but still, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it, but it there's no, there's no, like, it's not like the saw where it has uh, belts, right? I like the RPK, yeah, yeah, it, and it, this it, has belts. It's, it's a magazine. So it, for those types of, it should always, like the base recoil should be based on the, the caliber, which I think they do for the most part. And then it, like you said, blue, like attachments from there should, should help improve your recoil or worsen your recoil depending. But yeah, I know there was a, there was a time where I was playing just like 
running, you know, a similar AK, uh, like a 74M, to what we see in this full auto display. And like, you know, there was some occasions like at that range, you just dump a 60 round mag at somebody <laughs> and not get a kill. Yeah, that's the thing. Especially at these ranges, people would yeah. complain that the front sight blocks everything. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, man, it's making Tarkov interesting to me again. They're in the first time in a while. So, I'm going to at least get yeah. a, try it, a few rages. Yeah. Try it out. I'll have to, I, you know, I can't play. I don't think I can play it with my current PC where it is. I can try it. Try reinstalling it and stuff. But, yeah, I mean, Tarkov with friends is still like probably the most fun I've had in a game ever. So, <laughs> the fact that they're yeah. running a new map here, like, I think that's good because it doesn't matter. When you come in on the wipe, you know, the, you'll start in the same spot, which is nice. Yep. Yep. I think that's See, a really cool idea. The, the left shoulder peak, I just realized too, the hands don't change. That's what kind of bothered me a little bit. Oh, really? I'm, I'm, used, to, I'm used to left shoulder firing, switching my hands. Oh, yeah, no. They're, no just, so the, they're just, you know, I, I yeah. feel like going from this that's, to that, that's a bit awkward. Yeah, usually you change your yeah. Would I, change I don't hands. I don't think exactly. anyone's firing like that. <laughs> that's a little. That's what made it. I had, mean, I guess supposedly weird. you could, like you could, you could, but, it's, it's but that's weird. not the way. Have, especially as a as an American yeah. PMC is probably not. Yeah, that yeah. Way. I've never I've never seen anyone do it. <laughs> they had you pictures. Could do it. I saw on Reddit they had pictures of soldiers doing it. Um, okay. Of just switching that and shooting cross eyed. Um, yeah. Cross eyed dominant. Yeah, I mean, you definitely could for sure. Yeah. So that's Tarkov. Um, do you guys want to keep going to talk about like the COD leaks a little bit, or do you? Is the show yeah, getting too long? I can, I can keep going, whatever. Okay, let's hit the let's hit I'm the COD down. leaks if that's cool with you. There's not a whole whole bunch there, and then probably call it an episode. Um, and then good. catch the rest of stuff next week. Um, if that's cool with you guys, works for me. So oh, um, you know what? I'm quitting. All right, he's out. <laughs> Man. All right, I'll have to dock your pay. Um, because we make so much. Uh, okay, fine, so I'll rich. triple it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, we got some breaking news. Um, a little while back about some of the uh, Call of Duty stuff coming out. This is going to be kind of an overall broad view. I don't think there's enough to really give too much opinions on, but it just kind of shapes the way the franchise is going. We've heard a few of these, and they're all kind of lining up. So, um, basically, in an overview. Um, we have uh, 2023 is the Modern Warfare 3 we're in now. The next one is going to be Treyarch's uh, Black Ops Gulf War. And then 2025, they're going back futuristic to a Black Ops 2 sequel, which I thought was what Black Ops 3 kind of was. Um, <laughs> but it sounds like when they go into the Black Ops 2 sequel, it's going to have a lot of remastered maps from Black Ops 2 in the multiplayer. I heard this time not going to be all remastered maps like MW3 was, um, but it's going to have... Um, Which I hope not. Yeah, yeah but it's going to have um, a lot of them and some new ones. A mix... Of, yeah, and that's where, I, that's where I saw it on Charlie Intel. It reportedly have a mix of new MP maps and remastered BO2 maps. Um, it'll also have updates to the movement pick 10 and round-based zombies maps. So Treyarch's round-based zombies are coming back for people who like that. I know there's a, there's a community built around that. But yeah, COD 2025 is reportedly set to a direct sequel to Black Ops 2 set in the near future of 2030. I really like near future games. 
I'm excited for the Gulf War one. <laughs> I'm yeah, excited to see what, what that's going to look like. Dude, old 2000s military hardware is some of the coolest things ever. Yeah, so it'll be pretty cool. Or 90s. Sorry, late 90s. My bad. Yeah, it's going to be, I think it's going to be like around the Blackhawk down timeline, like in the 90s there. So M16A2. It's going to be like, uh, what was it? Modern Warfare 2, the OG Modern Warfare 2 was kind of around that time. You know, so M sixteen twos, little two or three rocket uh, grenade launchers on the bottom, and <laughs> yeah, my, the OG Modern Warfare two was like was supposed to be like oh nine ish, I thought, um, but they yeah, had was, they had like, but so I think this one, Gulf War era is gonna be like early nineties, even older, Choc- yeah, like, chocolate chip stuff, yeah, it'll be, or, and it'll a camo, nineties. <laughs> so we'll have to see, but again, like typically. When they say like Call of Duty set in this specific, like specifically Black Ops, they jump all over the place. So that's okay. Yeah, I wouldn't get too excited about the Arab boys. You know, it's gonna be crazy jumping cat girls and animes all over the guns and stuff. Yeah, so you just that's stuff, true. And yeah, crossover yeah. movies and stuff. Call of Duty. It's not gonna be an insurgency. It's not gonna be the insurgency <laughs> sandstorm sequel we all wanted, like the insurgency <laughs> goal for or something. So. Um, yeah, the campaign might see some Gulf War action, which would be pretty cool and be immersive, but you know the multiplayer is going to be a circus. Um, yeah. 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 If I swear to God, if I see some crazy, I mean, I know I'm going to see it, but I'm just going to cry when I do see some crazy stuff running around like a late 90s map. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. Yeah, because they, they leaked a lot of those maps, like, you know, uh, earlier in the year. Yeah. You had a lot of the, that stuff leaked, and the weapons list is already leaked, but again, you know, that's two years before the game came out. All that but, stuff's leaked. So who, yeah, who knows? I remember that buff. We talked about it. I don't. I don't know if Blue was on yet, but they were all that stuff leaked sense. out of the Warzone mobile files. Yeah. Yep. Which made they, no you sense. Had screenshots of all. You had screenshots of all of the uh, Gulf War, all the Gulf War maps, like the loading screens that the placeholders that would be there when you load in. Yeah. Um, and then there was a weapons list that was also. I still think I have those screenshotted on my phone. I still have the screenshots. To or, all the, were you talking about for this up this golf for twenty twenty four? Yeah, yeah, this one coming up now, and it was leaked from um, from mobile. Call yeah, of Duty? when they yeah, when, when they brought out year. when they brought out the Call of Duty Mo, Warzone Mobile, or was it just Call of Duty Mobile? I think it was Warzone Mobile. Yeah, maybe. Warzone Mobile app. It had these files in it, and data miners found them, and you found like all this wow. stuff. It had all the MW three maps and then it had all the uh goal four maps crazy so yeah yeah it's pretty wild but i don't know how that happens i know no why was it in the files like why it's not even someone got fired no i mean the thing is like they do that so often if they really cared about people the atom mining stuff they'd protect it like if, if it's free PR for them to just let that shit happen. But, it kind of is. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty pumped for the Gulf War one. I think that'll be cool, especially with the weapons list. Looks good. And then Black Ops Two is, you know, supposedly one of the best Call of Duties of all time. I never played that one. I was like, I was in my Battlefield phase then, when Battlefield used to be able to make uh, video games way back then. <laughs> um, so, hey Um, so I was enjoying, you know, good Battlefield games. At the time. Um, so. Black Ops 2, though, I, you know, I've watched a lot of, like, videos and reviews on that, and it looks awesome. So, um, I did get I did get a copy of it um, that I still have that I'll have to go back and play at some point. But, 
you know, a direct sequel to that because I know Black uh, Black Ops Three was like still it was way further in the future from Black Ops Two. Black Ops Two took place I think in 2025, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so the fact that you're gonna have Black like a, a direct sequel to that coming out that exact year, which is gonna be 2025, um, and then how how far in the future beyond that timeline is it? Hopefully, it's like three years in the future, you know, 2026 or 2027, 28, somewhere in there. And you're still running with those same primary characters would be pretty neat. Um, Cause black ops three, I forgot how, how many years in the future it was, but it was, it was so far that like, it was like those main characters, like grandsons and stuff for the main character, but they skipped a whole generation there. And black ops three was too futuristic. I, I played that and returned it. Like, Do you guys, do you guys think that forever and henceforth and always in the Call of Duty, they're only going to alternate between Black Ops and Modern Warfare, and that's going to be it for the rest of the time? That's what it feels <laughs> like. Oh, man. It feels Probably. like they bring out a mediocre World War II shooter when they don't know what else. Yeah. And, everyone, yeah, and, and everyone's like, yo, back. World War II, we back on They the- haven't done World War One yet, huh? <laughs> oh, God. No. They haven't filled a Battlefield 1 yet. Please, no. <laughs> Please don't. Like, I don't want to see any more. I don't want to see any more World War for a long time from Triple A's. No, from Triple A's now. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, I'll go I, play Postscriptum again. I was probably the best. Exactly. I was probably in my peak Call of Duty gaming uh, skill in Black Ops Three. <clears throat> I, I never played really? Black Ops Three. I barely played Black I was Ops a, Two. Actually. I was a controller aim assist Andy man. I had that Black Ops aim assist, <laughs> and I had the. Um, I got the controller. I got one of the scuffs with the paddles on the back so you could jump and wall <laughs> run and still aim. And like, so if you had like a default control, like that was when the paddle controllers just got started. So like most people had to take their thumb off of the aiming stick to jump. But when right. you had the paddles, you could jump and still aim in the air. And like, dude, uh, I had like a crazy KD in Black Ops 3. Remember a buddy of mine back in Black Ops 2, I think it was like the early scuff controllers, stuff like that. He would do trick shots and stuff like that. But that's cool, man. I just I, I'm I'm over here playing Battlefield right now. Like Yeah. That's kinda that was just where where that's I was where I, at. That's I mean Modern Warfare two, I definitely was playing a little bit more, but Battlefield three was still my jam. That was more Wait, I was playing with that more than Modern Warfare well, 2. Then, I still played a good amount of Modern Warfare 2. Well, then Infinite Warfare came out after that, and that's when I went full Battlefield. Battlefield 1. <laughs> yeah, I never I never played Infinite Warfare, Advanced Warfare, even though apparently now people are looking back at it with, like, different eyes, I guess. I liked Advanced <laughs> Warfare just because it was my first time playing, I, like, video games in general. I think... Like, I just have memories was it, of it. Was it Infinite Warfare was the one with Kevin Space? No, what was... Advanced, Advanced Warfare. Advanced Warfare, where's the one that go into space? Is that Infinite, Infinite Warfare? Warfare. Infinite Warfare. See, I think Infinite Warfare, because people are, are playing it now. And right, a lot of people are saying, wow, this, 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 like, the campaign's great. What are you guys talking about? I was like, I mean, probably was, but it came out at the wrong time, maybe. I don't know. I never played the campaign. It looks very Michael Bay-ish, you know? A lot of cool I liked, explosions and stuff like that. I like Advanced Warfare's... Um... Just art style and stuff. I um, loved Advanced Warfare. The, the campaign for that was great too. The intro to the campaign for Advanced Warfare dropping into Korea was it right? Yeah, that the one that you dropped. Yeah, I think that was kind of cool and like the swarms and 
It just it didn't feel like a Call of Duty game though. It felt like a different game with just a Call of Duty title on top of it. Which was cool. I thought the campaign was awesome with that. That was a great campaign. Yeah. You had a good cast there. But yeah, to your point, Infinite Warfare is supposedly everyone's saying it's like the best campaign of all time. Which I I I I think I got. I want to say it's place. the best one. I, I wouldn't know. I haven't played it, but I, I got I it on like a PlayStation Plus deal, and I started it, but I never went back. I never finished it. I mean, I'm only I was only like a couple missions in. It was fine so far, but people are like, mm-hmm. this is the best campaign of all time, which is no best campaign. Call of Duty like Two, one. That's my favorite one. I don't care. Okay, <laughs> yeah. okay, what you say? The OGs. Yeah, those were good ones. <laughs> played it back on GameCube. Thank <laughs> you. Oh my god. <laughs> that's when I that's when I play Call of Duty. I play the original Call of Duty on PC and then I my first Call of Duty console game was on GameCube. Dang. Forgot about that one. Alright guys. Is that a show? You can hit up That's a show. I think that's a show. Some of the quick shops next week. Might have to do another Tuesday episode if you guys can because of the new year holiday. I don't think I'll be home yet. Uh oh, really? New Year's oh, shit. this Monday. Yeah. First, crap, dang holidays. Yeah, Dad Gummit giving me this paid time uh, off from work. Yeah, we could we could probably do. I could probably do Tuesday. I don't know. We'll see. That's another. That's a. That's another. We'll see moment. Okay, I'll I'll message you guys like next Sunday and see how it's looking or something. I'm not sure when I'll be home, but sometime on the first I'll be home. But I don't know soon enough to fire fire out an episode or not. Yeah, that's fine. So. I'll be in touch with you guys. I'll try to do a better job at letting the community know when we're going live. I kind of just, <laughs> we just kind of scheduled this one and went live a I day mean, later than normal. But I appreciate the people that were here, you know. Yeah, there's quite a few folks here. I was definitely, you guys, you guys have been pretty good, you know. Yeah. I know appreciate the production team sucks at announcing stuff, but it's fine. Oh, yeah. You know, we, Trash. We, this is like our 15th production team, guys. We It's hard to find good help, okay? It's hard to find good help these days. These damn millennials don't want to do anything. Go all these Zoomers. <laughs> Nobody wants to work like anymore. Oh, there are. Get off my lawn. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Um, Thank you to the podcast listeners, the audio guys, and gals. Uh, maybe gals. I can't imagine. But anyway, the audio <laughs> folks. Thank you guys for downloading it and listening sure. to it. I uh, appreciate you all so much. It's awesome. Again, if you want to support it, share it around. Uh, bring somebody back with you next week. And uh, have a happy new year. And hope you had an awesome Christmas. And we'll uh, we'll talk about the new year and what's coming up next week. Thanks, everyone. going to be lit. Bye. Bye. I love you.